Hey, everybody. We're Bob and Audrey, a husband and wife team. And this is our podcast all about relationships. We are marriage and relationship enthusiasts. Believe me, there is a God-given design to thrive in both life and love. And we think that Jesus is amazing and worth following with everything you have. On this podcast, we are putting together the truth and best practices we have learned over our 35 years of marriage, and more specifically, over the past 18 years, where we have spent our lives helping people love their relationships. After getting through our own family crisis, we became passionate about rescuing and mentoring others. We have authored numerous books and developed on-demand courses that can be found on our website, lovemarriedlife.com. And with all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. We do welcome you to the podcast. We're Bob and Audrey, and it is All About Relationships, episode number 129. We are so thankful that we get to Mm -hmm. do this journey with you guys. And I have to say, this whole last emphasis we've been going towards has been changing my life. You know, Bob, I have Mm. to say that I can feel myself being better at responding. My respondability level is is moving up. I'm I'm getting, I'm noticing it in certain relationships. I'm like, how come I'm not getting buttons and triggers here? Yeah, it's been good. good. Well, and in this podcast, we want to stimulate growth, (laughs) improvement, to optimize, (laughs) to invigorate your relationship. So more than likely, if you've been listening to the podcast, you have been dealing with your own heart. Audrey, as you said, no buttons, no triggers, and you're learning, you know, how to respond a little better, you know, dealing with that respondability. And yet you have this tension. And that tension is, how do I improve my relationship? I want to bring growth in my relationships. And what a wonderful thing to desire. And of course, we all want that. We want to, want to just enhance and enrich and just amplify the, the, the enjoyment with mm-hmm. each other in these relationships. And so... I mean, personal responsibility is probably our biggest thing. And now we change it into, now now we've got personal respond ability. And it's like, whew, but when do I get some growth in the relationship? Yes, because I always want you to live with a dream in your heart. Yes. You see, I want you to live with that anticipation, you know, of, of, of going forward. I mean, Audrey, you and I, we got married really because of a dream. Yes, absolutely. Better together than we are apart. You know, that, that synergy, you know, of what God could do, you know, in us and through us together. You see, that's the beauty of a dream. Yeah. And I love relationship. There's me, there's you, but then there's our relationship. And that's a dynamic, of course, that we need to invest in. And I want to invest in myself and be super good at responding, but I also want to invest in this relationship and I want to Mm -hmm. see progress. Yeah. So hold the dream, Mm -hmm. articulate the dream, write the dream down. Uh, You'll keep running towards it. But again, this is where we kind of get tripped up a little bit. Yeah. And that is with those disappointments. Exactly. And now I'm not responding very well to you. And we're trying to navigate these landmines (laughs) and try not to blow things up. And let's be real. Sometimes we get so tired of being the one that's being personally responsible and respondable. And we're like, when is it? Yeah. (laughs) Like, isn't it? When are you guys going to just talk about how 
can't that other person improve too? Yeah. Like, isn't the other person have to have ownership here of some of the stuff we're going through? Yeah. And yeah. we're like, yeah, but I also know that I can't control the other person, whoever mm-hmm. I'm in a relationship, because as soon, as long as I'm continuing to, to desire that person to be different for me and, and focusing on that, I continually live in frustration mm-hmm. and we just don't want you guys to live in frustration because no. that's not fun. Yeah. And, and again, this is, this is that tension. And I, and I want you to uh, <laughs> know that I sense it, mm-hmm. you know, for you. And I yes. want to feel that pain with you. But it's it's sometimes you might describe it as a hamster wheel of mediocrity. Mm. And it's it's almost as though tomorrow will be like yesterday. And this year is turning out to be as the year before. And it just kind of, and how do we break through? And so I'm hoping that today, you know, that will bring some inf- in- inspiration, yeah. but some real hope, that joyful, confident anticipation of your dreams truly being realized. And I love how you um, just really validated everyone's feelings. It's Come true. on, let's let's face it. We all want the other person to change. As much as I'm not wanting to control the other person or that person in a relationship, right. there is that. We can't deny the fact that, well, if they were different, it would yeah. be easier. But, it, but as well, it may not even be the other person. It just might be your own personal struggles. Yeah. You know, that what you've been navigating and having to go through. I, I can say for myself, you know, I just me personally this year, I was I've been kind of taking, you know, my own personal inventory and I'm like, okay, I'm coming through. And it's almost as though we can feel as though we're just a little stuck. Yes. You know, feeling weighted down. And so, you know, for me, I started the year and I had a terrible month of COVID. Yeah, you did. And that wasn't very fun. No. And then you break through that and things begin to get better. And then just recently. <laughs> Are you going to tell him? I am. Are you going to tell him, Bob? I'm going to tell I He's won't gonna show tell you. you a picture, He's but gonna I'll tell, tell you. you. He's going to tell you. But it's, it has been six weeks of me going through a treatment mm-hmm. that I didn't know would take six weeks. Or be this painful. Or be that painful. But, you know, dealing with, you know, sun damage on uh, my face and the top of my head. And so with my hairstyle, I have taken in a lot of sun. Yeah. And uh, and so there's, you know, a cream that I had to take. And boy, it just burned like crazy. My, my face swelled up. I mean... I was as ugly as sin, and it was very well, difficult. Well, you couldn't even sleep sleeping. No. Sleep so the but, last four months, like and, and four So weeks. you're coming yeah. through. And that's and, why you haven't been getting as many podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Coming out the other side, in many ways, I feel as though I've survived and I've made it. Mm. But it's like I do want to grow. And I feel as though I, I've had several months out of this year already kind of taken from me, but I don't want to live victim to it. And so I want to find this place of, of comfort, you know, where I have to nurture, you got to heal. But then there's this place where I really do want to grow. Bob, I think that that says it so well, because when even you bring up the word comfort, and I think of what you have been through this last four or six weeks, and I'm just amazed that you haven't 
done any complaining. And I know even about three weeks ago, he said, Audrey, I think today's the day of turnaround. I'm going to wake <laughs> up did. tomorrow. And this, I, I, you know, your, your attitude has been so amazing. And then he woke up and, and he's like, it was worse. The, it night, was th- worse. the night was worse. And it got a lot worse and a lot worse before it got better. Right. And, and, and again, those and are, that's those, how things those are, are sometimes. physical disappointments. And right. I know that that might be a part of it. Yeah. But again, Again, what we do is we develop a way to survive. And mm-hmm. sometimes there's an emotional pain that we're going through and you find a way to survive. And you and we, in our human nature, we're actually designed and wired for comfort. That yeah. is the basis of our, our exact nervous system hmm. is that we will avoid pain and continually move to a place of comfort. Wow, that's so interesting, Bob. And that word because there's so much healing and comfort. There is. There's but yet growth. There's soothing, you know, yes, there's there nurturing. is that nurturing. And there's that healing that that can take place there as well. Yes. You know, it's interesting. We talk about comfort. When I ask people their life stories and I start digging into just getting deep healing for their heart, a question I often ask is, hey, as a little person, as a little boy or a little girl, uh, where did you go for comfort? Mm -hmm. And people sort of stop with that question. And maybe as you're listening, you can ask that question to yourself. When I was a little girl, little boy, where did I go for comfort? And as you think, you think, well, some people went to my room, I went to my teddy bears, I went to my mom, I went to my grandpa, my grandma, whatever I Mm -hmm. isolated, I went for walks in nature, I played with my friends, we've heard every answer, I go to music, reading, whatever. But the point is, if you can start giving your heart a voice to say, hey, there is a comfort that you need in life in order to continue to heal, to continue to heal, to continue to heal. You know, comfort is important and I think we need to give it to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I love just asking people that question because it's a reveal. Yeah, yeah. And and one of the characteristics, you know, of God himself is he is the God of yes. all comfort. Mm-hmm. So comfort is is wonderful. But the dream of your heart and the dream of your relationship is often outside (laughs) of your comfort zone. Wow, this is going to get good. You can tell the growth thing is going to come good because the most growth takes place when you get out of your comfort zone. So we are validating comfort. It's, as you say, God's characteristic. But Bob, this is where I want to interject a personal story. Okay. And that's this is a funny story. All right. It's a funny one, you guys. And I'm only telling this because we're family. (laughs) So please, no offenses are happening because we've all got little kids and our kids ask funny questions because they wonder, they wonder, they wonder, they wonder. And I know because your family, I can tell you this fun story of Robert. He was about probably six or seven. I was putting him to bed. One of those Hmm. stories. And he says, mommy, the uh, curiosity of a six year old and the questions they ask, Mm -hmm. mommy, why do mummies have boobies? (laughs) you know as a little kid you're just wondering right and uh i said oh i said well that's easy i said because little babies um they drink from them and they get to have comfort and they get to be held and then they drink their milk from boobies and he said yeah right (laughs) i laughed so hard yeah right yeah right mom definitely didn't believe me okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank God we don't have those memories, you know. Yeah, really. Those childhood me- that would be a little yeah, tormenting. When I when I ask people when did they find comfort as a no, child, we that wanna, one does not come no, up. We do not want to go that far back. Okay. 
Wow. The All About Relationships podcast. There we go. (laughs) But you know, it's so interesting, Bob, because comfort is great, but we do need growth too. And I think it's important to ask that question. Can we become too comfortable Mm -hmm. in our relationships, in in the way everything is, where it can Mm -hmm. become, I think you used the word stagnant, or what word did you use? Mediocrity, I think you Mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a valid question. Mm -hmm. Because again, give it to yourself. Human nature, you are designed by God to experience comfort. It's Mm -hmm. just a very natural part. But then we also need to realize that there's this place of our soul, you know, what makes you, you and me, me. Mm -hmm. And that is a place of growth or the uniquenesses that we, that we share. But here lies the tension between a comfort zone and moving towards fulfilling the calling or the potential that I have individually, Mm. but even with us as a couple or in our relationships. Yeah. And any of you who have been through personal growth, um, Um, and even teaching or any emphasis that way, the first thing we say is, okay, the dream is over here, Mm -hmm. but you're not living that dream because you have to leave your comfort zone and do things you've never done before. Mm -hmm. You have to reach out and think like you've never thought before. You've got to become into possibilities that you've never even imagined Mm -hmm. before. And just even the thought of change Mm -hmm. sometimes can be paralyzing for others. So they might venture out, but what do you do? You retreat or move back to what is familiar, that place of comfort. It's so easy to live in that comfort zone and never experience the kind of growth or potential Mm -hmm. that is available. But then this is where then I have a choice. Mm -hmm. Remember that you do have a choice and God's given you a great mind. But with your mind and taking every thought captive, it's almost as though it's the needle of a compass and it begins to set the direction or the trajectory of your life. But with your thoughts, it's almost as though you you can capture one at a time, you know, out of your own sheer uh, free will or determination. It's like, I'm going to go here or I'm going to, you know, set that direction. But what I want to do in today's podcast is help you in the growth department so that <laughs> I have the capacity within my heart to see my dreams realized so that I'm not constantly combating this sense of fear or this sense of hopelessness or dread or discomfort. But in my journey forward, I experience wholeness and I experience peace. Love it. And so there is really two dyna- two different levels here when we're talking about comfort zones. I first, as an individual, I am responsible for my personal growth. We've mm-hmm. talked about that, to get out of my own comfort zone, to get beyond my fears and move forward. Right. And, and to remember, you cannot grow or people will never rise above the opinion that they hold of themselves. Hmm. And if I hold an opinion about our relationship or mm. about us, we'll never be able to grow upon, you know, beyond that. So I do need to take responsibility. Wow. See, I have you to know, with regards just, to, my, to my thoughts. I have to underscore what you just said, Bob, because that is profound. Like you will never rise above the opinion of yourself Mm -hmm. because if we have had stuff happen to us, which we all have, but then we've established and cemented in the beliefs that I'm this, I'm that, I'm not this, I'm not that. Or because this was said, or again, those are the patterns or the ruts. And, And you might even call it a routine. 
Um, so for me, as I shared, you know, earlier, we find a, a routine of survival. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you feel as though, well, I just need to protect myself. Meanwhile, it's bringing a limitation to your own heart and life. Right. So yes, t- take personal responsibility for how you're getting out of your comfort zone, out of your fears, anything mm-hmm. that's limiting you. Mm-hmm. But if you want to upgrade your relationship, like if you want to level up how we're doing together, um, then it takes comfort zone to a different level because now I don't want to be stuck in my comfort zone, but I'm actually not comfortable with how comfortable you are in your comfort zone. Okay. Like, did, did you hear what I just yeah, said? Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, thought, yeah, whoa, I don't know yeah. if I could say that again, but right. you know, I know what you guys, when you're listening, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I'm doing all this I want growth. to bring growth to my life. And so I also want growth and in a relationship. And I'm taking personal responsibility right. for my own heart right. and life. Okay, but now there's this component or this element where we intersect with each other and it's called a relationship. <laughs> yeah, that. Okay. And, and I'm so not comfortable now, with that. I'm not comfortable with that. So that's and when now, the- <laughs> now I can hear the people <laughs> yeah. right. Wow. Yes. So how do I fix that? There them? you go. How do I change Tell me the them? trick. All right. <laughs> Tell me the trick. That's kind of the direction, you know, yeah. for today. Mm-hmm. But again, it really does begin with personal responsibility. Yeah personal respondability, mm-hmm. all right, and recognizing, you know what, God, you really, really are my source. So with that, I have absolute confidence, I have courage, and I know who I am. And with that, then I'm able to grow, I'm able to rise above, you know, I know the real me. And so again, there's a vibrancy, you know, there's, there's optimism, there's, I'm stimulated and I want to grow. Now, how do we do this together? Especially when I don't see you putting in the same kind of effort. Mm-hmm. I don't see them putting in kind of their heart work effort. And I know that the relationship is better just because I'm better, but come on, like, when does the other person have to get to, they get too comfortable in not changing at all. So we've been sharing a mutual understanding with regards to this idea of a comfort zone. (laughs) Yes. But let's take it to a whole nother level. Okay. And let's introduce the word apathy. Oh boy. Or another, (laughs) or someone being apathetic. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so what that involves is what you're sensing or feeling from them, you know, is just a lack of emotion. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just kind of disengaged. Mm -hmm. There's no motivation that you're necessarily feeling from the other person. And it might be, you know, uh, 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 um, a low grade of depression. They're just not enthusiastic. You know how it, yeah, I was going to say that enthusiasm piece yeah. is kind of missing. It's like that non-detached, um, complac- as you said, the complacent word, but just emotionless. Yeah, right. Like just this vacuum of, yeah. do you even concern? Like, right. do you even care about us? Yeah, but remember that the, we're speaking about the relationship. Yeah. This is the position that you need to, that you need to take. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, the other person is going to begin to feel as though that you're attacking them. No, what you're caring about is the relationship. This is what we share in common. You know, see, this is where, uh, you know, the the two of us intersect and this is what we create and this is what would not exist without you. So the mistake that we make when you feel or believe that someone in the relationship, whether it's a child, a friend, a spouse, Mm -hmm. is being 
apathetic. They don't seem very enthusiastic about growth. Mm -hmm. They don't seem to be moving forward in that place. The common and typical mistake would be, you know what? You, you live in it long enough and try and do your best enough until you lose your mind. And then, well, you know what I mean? (laughs) You've had enough. Your enough button is pushed. And then you start to say words like, you know what? We need to talk. Because you're not motivated. Right. I feel like you're being lazy. Mm. I feel like you're you're not, this isn't as important right. to you as it is to me. Right. And so I'm making it about you. Right. You're right. this, you're that, you're that. Yeah. And that so is let's, let's such just, a mistake. Right. So let's underscore that and let's just be very, very careful. Okay. You know, with that. And, yes. And, and because I do want to move you know, through this, but Mm -hmm. this is what you're experiencing Mm -hmm. in the relationship. And you're really wanting to point the finger in a judgment about the other person. You're not interested. So again, take personal responsibility, responsibility. Mm -hmm. I'm moving towards you. And a relationship always involves the component of an invitation. Yes. So that's what we want to, want to so get that to. That was the thing not to do, just to make right. sure I make there that clear. <laughs> if I just say, you're not even interested anymore, you know, you're numb, mm-hmm. you're, mm. you, you know, I, you can't, you're so lazy, whatever it might be when it comes to this relationship. So, so, so demotivating. demotivating. Yes. I just so say demotiv- that is, yeah. you, the very thing you want is to motivate them mm-hmm. and you're actually going to demotivate them. Talk right. about counterproductive. Right. So, so, Maintain the happiness and the joy and excitement that you've been yes. experiencing in your own heart. Yes. Bring that into, into this conversation. Into or this, the conversation yeah. and into the relationship. So mm-hmm. recognize that, hey, maybe we need to rekindle the dream. Yes. Just so rekindle the dream within your own heart and recognize that more than likely it's outside of this place that we call comfort or our comfort zone. Mm -hmm. But as well, you may have been living in a season of survival. And in that survival season, you have developed over time a routine or a rut. And so now it's like, okay, how do we begin to move ourselves out of this? And I don't want to move away from you, but Mm -hmm. I actually do want to begin to move towards you. So this is going to then require a conversation, but recognize that a conversation, it it doesn't have to be long. Recognize (laughs) that the conversation really it can only be five or 10 minutes long. I think the shorter, the better to get yep. the punch in and not in it. That's the wrong word, not punch, but make it punchy and fun. Hi, I've been working on this. I like not even defend yourself and say, Hi, I've been taking so much personal responsibility and responsibility more just saying, Hey, you know what? I really love you. I like you. And I would not, you're doing this, but no. more the, the posture of, I would. I, I want to move towards our I, dream. I want to move towards our relationship yeah, dream. I want that. And yes, I thought you just said that real good. Our, our relationship dream. Yeah. Because if I can keep it in the realm of the relationship, then I'm not pointing the finger at you. You right. Because if I do, then I'm going to begin to attack you. Demotivate. Now I'm making it about you. So this is where you want to carefully construct your words and just even rehearse them. Yeah. But this is how I am contributing to this. Yeah. This is how I've been contributing to this. And this is, these are some of the changes that I'm making. And the more you're able to speak about your own weakness. Yeah. And how, you know, you've been loved by God and you've been moving through it. 
all the better. Like I because noticed, this is the invitation so when you're it beginning comes to, to create. Noticing, you notice your own shortfalls. Hey, I've yeah. noticed that I've been weak, and then notice what they have been doing. Mm-hmm. What you you said, Bobby, earlier, you can only rise above what your opinion of yourself is. Yeah. But I also believe that the person that's with you can only will 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 stay true to your expectations of them. Mm-hmm. So if you keep your expectations of that person low, they'll never go beyond yeah. low. But if I have these not expectations, but these dreams of you. Mm-hmm. that I know the of real us. you and the, uh, yes. how we are together. Speak to the king yes. in the other one. And start to Speak re- to the queen in the other person. Speak to their potential. You yeah. know, speak to, you know, the inherent characteristics, you know, that they all have. You can take, and this is just a, a, a simple illustration. You can take an oak seed hmm. and you can plant it within a two foot pot. Now hmm. that's a big pot. Yeah. Now over time, that tree or that the oak seed, yeah, it will never reach its potential simply because it's being stifled by its environment. Whoa. So what you want to do is be very careful here because I want to begin to nurture and care for the environment that we live. And wow. I want to begin to you know, bring those walls down. Yes. This is, this is the relationship that I'm moving towards And I want to develop a relation, an environment in my family, in my home, in our, in our marriage, in my parent, child, Mm -hmm. adult relationships, whatever they are. I want to bring an environment where there's so much room and space for growth, for differences, so much growth, so much room for how different we are, so much room for um, all yeah. kinds of mercy yeah. for each other. I mean, just for me personally in this year, I'm in my 60th year. Yeah. And it's just like, man, I want to end this one strong. <laughs> and it's just like, I've had a tough beginning, but I'm not going to give up. And I will continue to take responsibility for me, but I refuse to allow the circumstances of my environment to limit me. But as well in my survival, I know that in my personal temporary, that it, underscore temporary in my temporary condition that we've actually made accommodation, you know, for each other. And we've been extremely merciful. You've been extremely caring towards me and, and we have, you know, with each other in our healing process. But now on, on the other side, there's this place where we need to reunite. You see, I, I know that for many, a season of COVID has been difficult and they've been in a survival mode and they're coming, you know, back together. And there's this place where now we need to begin to reunite again. We need to recapture our dream. We can't allow our circumstances or the past to continue to dictate and limit our future. So here we are beginning to move towards one another again. And you want to keep that invitation open and alive. And that's the atmosphere of that oak tree. And you don't want to stifle the environment. And Bob, I can even be personal with you and say that you and I both are, I would you know, really good at personal responsibility as far as we don't really put demands or expectations on each other. We just give each other a journey. And, but I will say that when you just do that, 
then you're not always investing in the relationship. Mm -hmm. I just had a thought this week that I haven't shared with you that I'll share right now is that the park across um, just right close to our home here, right where we walk Winston for years now, I've been walking Winston by myself every morning and I I am full of morning vigor. I am, I am always ready to go, but I thought about it this week in the last little while, they've put up little workout stations along our park. And I thought, you know what? I would really enjoy getting up in the morning with you and just walking around that park and doing those workouts together. And I think it'd be fun. You know, I thought, wow, that'd be fun to do that with Bob. Like it'd be fun time to just be together because we're really good at independence and, and personal responsibility. But I'm just like craving this. How can I invest in a time of day where I know it won't be taken from us? Mm-hmm. Because I've had lots of alone time in the mornings, but I want Bob time, mm. you know? Thank you, babe. Yeah, and I, I'd love to do those kind of things with you. I'll, I, t- I'll take you. Yeah? You're going to do that with me? <laughs> As I'm, so, oh, we're in a podcast now? <laughs> this is being recorded? <laughs> so, do I have the commitment? <laughs> Can I wake you up tomorrow morning at 6 a.m.? <laughs> I think that would be really good. But here's here's the point that we're wanting to make, and that is in my comfort, I want to, again, keep the dream alive, okay? So I'm going to begin to move to the dream, which is outside of my comfort zone, which will then require some change. Mm -hmm. So then when I begin to meet it with, or I'm being met with resistance, the dream is worth, you know, um, pushing through. Because you have to get get out of your comfort zone in our Mm -hmm. relationship Bob, you and I can have great intentions, but we have to actually do something we haven't done before. Like we have to make some kind of change. And that's why yeah. I thought that park illustration right. was a great thought right, because right, right. I'd like to do something new with you. Good. And, and then again, this is growth. Yeah. I've said it time and time again, and I'm not the originator of this, but it's, it's the quote says this, you can count the seeds in an apple, but you can't count the apples in a seed. Right. And so- right. Within our very nature, yes, we are designed, you know, and we look for comfort, but as well, there's this place, this inherent characteristic being created in the very image and likeness of God. There is this vigor almost where it's just like, I want to grow. I want to mature. I do want to meet our potential Hmm. personally, but then as well with ourselves as a couple. Mm -hmm. So though our environment or surroundings may remain the same, Mm -hmm. you're kind of feeling this gnawing on the inside Mm -hmm. because there's a real healing that's taken place. And so now I want to grow. I I, I want us to grow. I want to come into an agreement with you that we, yes, we're doing great. And if, you know, but the thing is, is that I would love to come into an agreement that I wanted to invest in in progress just because I love you. I want to optimize who mm-hmm. we are together. Again, all relationships, not just spouses. I want to, I want to brighten and spruce this up a yes. little. I just want to level yes, up yes, yes. and live enriched, not with an, an, you know, like with an obnoxious way, but in, I love you so much yeah. that I know there's a Bob and an Audrey, but there's a Bob and Audrey combo yeah, thank you. that can do something 
something that we couldn't do separate mm-hmm. from each other. So there's something greater out there. Yeah. And, I, and again, I just want to echo that back to you, you know, as you're saying, there's, there's gotta be, there is, there can be, there's something greater out there. And for that very purpose, even though a lion may be raised in captivity, mm-hmm. you know, and his environment restricted and, and held in a cage, why do they keep the lock on the cage? Yeah. Like a, a lion could be born in a zoo and never yes. know the wild, never know, never know and this. people have never hurt him. But they keep the lock on the cage because of its inherent characteristics because of its very nature and so just begin it's instinct instinct. so just begin Mm. to realize that you are created in the very image and likeness of of god Mm -hmm. you're you are designed perfectly to be a co-creator you know with god himself Uh, your your family uh that you're an influencer in this world so this again Keeping that dream alive. Yes, I love how you said that thing about the lion, Bob, because in all natural, in every kind of um, natural, logical look at that, you'd say, of course you can open the lion hmm. because he can come out. He won't hurt anybody or whatever no. that is. But there's something in that lion. Yeah, and there's something there's a, in you. And can I even say this, Bob? There's a wildness in that in that lion, because I've been thinking about the word wild this week. Wild. There's a there's a, a new song by Elevation Worship called The Water is Wild. And it's talking and you can look it up if you want. But the water is wild. Like there's something very exciting and invigorating about just diving into the water of what God wants us to do. And there's something that we can bring the wildness back into our relationship, you mm-hmm. know. But I know what you're saying about the instinct. There's an instinct in all of us to grow. Yes. And there's an instinct to want more and not because we're not satisfied and not because we don't want comfort, but there's something in us that say we can even have more. This could even get better. And so this is what we're saying and really inviting you into as well. And that is just simply this, keep an active effort to keep the passion and energy in your relationship alive Mm -hmm. because apathy will eventually erode your relationship to a place where you begin to resent one another. Mm -hmm. And then that resentment turns to a place of bitterness where you begin to harden your heart against the other person. Because if you're not growing, you become stagnant. There's no life. There you go. And I get it. And so to come, I'm glad you said to just talk about the dream, because if we come into an agreement of of something, if you can find one thing with Mm -hmm. your child, your friend, or that you both want, like I can think of some things, Bob, that you and I both want that we don't have right now. Uh And so I was thinking, there's some stuff that you and I both want as far as some health stuff, but this is what I can bring to that dream. We both have a dream. There's things that you can bring that I can't, Mm -hmm. but there's stuff that I can bring. So I'm willing say, Hey babe, I love this part of our marriage dream. I can bring this. Yeah. Yeah. So again, possibly reminiscing. Yes. About, you know, the the dream. Your, your dream isn't lost and your dream isn't gone. It's never, ever too late. So remember, you're being vulnerable. And in your vulnerability, you're willing to, to disclose your weakness, but also you're recognizing how you've been meeting Jesus here and how he's healing your heart and how much you care about the relationship. You know, I care about this relationship. And so these these are the gifts that I'm bringing. But yeah. remember, this conversation needs to be short and sweet. And I also think that a great way to start it 
Because, boy, a good start yeah. is a good thing for starting. I think a great start, the worst start would be, hey, we need to talk. Or I've been meaning to tell you something. All of a sudden, the seriousness yeah, no, no, comes no, no, in. No. But you know what a great way to start that just stimulated mm-hmm. this for me, Bob? Is that just start with bringing up a fun memory. Yeah. Hey, Bob, remember years ago when we did this sure. and this and this? And you're going... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they just say, I love that about us. I love that about us. Yeah. Okay. Then the next thing is this. After the conversation, mm-hmm. don't beg for their attention and don't demand a response from them. Really what you want to do is to be able to believe the best in them and give them the freedom, the space to be able to contemplate the very thing that you introduced because you will be surprised at how freedom can trigger closeness in your relationship. And that seems like an oxymoron, but I tell you what, Freedom really does stimulate closeness. Yeah. You're rekindling, you're fanning into flame those embers mm-hmm. yeah, to, to life. And you're, a, you're, you're one who is actually choosing life. But just remember this, have a sense of courage. And in your sense of courage, you'll also recognize that, hey, I have a depth of independence that I haven't had before. But what I'm choosing is an interdependence, Mm -hmm. meaning I really want you in my life. So the only reason that I'm bringing this up, the only reason that I actually do want to talk about this with you is because I want us and I desire us. Yeah, that's so good, Bob, because when you said that, have you deal with your own apathy? Um, a lot of times I associate the word laziness with apathy mm. and I would it's think a, it's a hard word. Laziness? I, 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 no. Apathy? apathy. Yeah. Because I mean, many, many people could interpret. So everyone has their own definition of mm-hmm. this one. So be careful with it. People. Yes. Be careful. Okay. But when you said deal with my own apathy, I thought yeah. I would, my instant evaluation of myself would be like, no, I'm not apathetic, but I will say, Bob, there are places in our relationship that I can feel ap- that I have been lazy and apathetic because I've taken our, the strength of our relationship for granted. And what we recognize, and this is, you know, kind of our weak link yeah. in, in relationship mm-hmm. is, is what I would very simply say, the barrenness of busyness. Yeah, exactly. We, you and I can get very, very busy doing really good things yeah. and, and not with intent, yeah. but begin to take each other for granted. Exactly. And, and, take and it's each, just not healthy. And he takes each other's emotional health for granted. I know mm-hmm. we aren't having a lot of together time, but you're fine. I'm fine. Let's go. Yeah. I got to share this. <laughs> this happened just the other evening. We had our, our friends over, uh, Jeff and Jan, and we're out, you know, just, you know, chit chatting, talking and so forth. And, uh, um, uh, we knew that they were coming over for the evening, and I kind of just took a little nap so I could, you know, yeah. be a little spunky that night. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I digress. Okay. <laughs> but I remember you coming into the bedroom, and I knew that it was time to get ready, and I was waiting for you uh, to come over, you know, give me a little cuddle, say, hey, you know, kind kind of get up, you know, this and that. It's just kind of that warm feeling. I was looking for that. Well, I'm I'm sharing this story <laughs> with uh, Jeff and Jan as we're just kind of just sitting around. And having, I literally just walked by. We're just put, having fun. I walked by the bed, put yeah. on my makeup. He didn't move, so I presumed you were fast um, asleep. No, no, no. But anyway, so Jeff and I, <laughs> we begin to connect on this point where like, yeah, well, we, we like this. And we begin to, you know. Yeah, give me Encourage each other Give me some sweet touches. I know, I know. And Jan was like, oh, men are the same. Yeah, we are. (laughs) But it's fun. But but again, we do 
um, for us personally, we do recognize that we can get very, very busy doing really good things. And Mm -hmm. I know that for myself, personally, I do get tired of you being on your phone and caring for others constantly going from one to another and the schedule and so forth. All of those things are so important. And when I'm on my phone, I'm always just doing the important, significant things. I'm not fooling around. And now you're being a grandma. You know, I mean, it just goes on and on. 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 So we have to hear me. We have to begin to remember yeah. That in our marriage and in our relationship, you really are priority one. Yeah. And I'm not going to be apathetic. I'm going to bring mm-hmm. something that I can bring to this. And as will I. Yeah. Good. Look, Looking forward to our future, just like you guys are. Yay. So anyway, I think that um, I think that this has been good, Bob, just talking about the comfort zone. I'm just going back. Can I just ask you this, Bob? You said number three, and I didn't know what number one and number two were. Just make it really clear. For those of us who love to take notes. Uh-huh. Do number one, two, three again. Well, number one was the conversation. Okay. And, 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 and which is, you know, just keep it short. Yeah. You know, five, 10 minutes long. Yeah. Okay. Start, start with a great memory if possible. Mm-hmm. A, yeah, fun, yeah. a fun, victorious memory. Yeah. And then number two is don't beg for their attention or demand a response from them. Mm-hmm. Give them the freedom and the space to be able to contemplate. Yeah. Okay. You got all that? Yeah. Because remember, freedom can trigger closeness in the relationship. Yes. And that's, I mean, you're so good at that. All right. And then, um, number three was, you know, how have you personally, how have I personally been dealing with the apathy of my own heart of what's been going on in me? Because there's always, then again, don't, don't, um, beat up on yourself. No self judgment. Begin to realize and be confident in the healing that the Lord has brought within you. You know, with with regards to you being respondable and dealing with the buttons and triggers of your own heart. But then, no, you know, I have real courage mm-hmm. and I have an interdependence that I'm choosing in our relationship with each other. And as we close, I just want to remind you that finding comfort and nurturing in God's presence is absolutely vital for your health, for your emotional health, your mental health. Find comfort every day. That is so important. But then also on the flip side of that coin, two sides to that coin, on the other side is that growth. Where, where again, you can actually do things you haven't been doing. Just think of something that you can do that you haven't done before, because that's the perfect way to ensure that you're on a place of growth and progression. And in all of this, and this is, this is my prayer for you, is that you will begin to rekindle the passion in your relationship again. Passion is everything. And recognize that with your passion, you're actually in anticipation of a reward. Continue to keep that dream alive. You know, as we entrust ourselves and our spouse to the grace of God and that we're going to go through this and that we will be able to not just reconnect, but rekindle the passion and the love that we have for each other. I love it. Thanks so much, Bob. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We Mm, always love our time together with you. Love hearing from you all and send you so much love and hugs. Yeah, And as well, the really, you're the ones that help us let others know about the podcast. And so I'd really encourage you to share it with others. Audrey and I, uh, it's coming summertime and looking forward, we got some uh, traveling events coming up. Uh, if you'd like, you know, us to come to your area, contact us 
at uh, bobandaudrey.com and let us know. Uh, We'd love to be able to meet you. All right. We'll see you soon. Have a great, great week. Bye-bye.